0: Welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast, bringing you juicy convos with thought leaders discussing the wild world of parenting. Well, hello, Vibe Hive. Welcome to another episode of the Elevate the Vibe podcast. We are here today with a solo episode to talk about mom guilt, or in this case, just parent guilt. Now, if you are a parent, even if you're a pet parent, Maybe even a plant parent. Plant parent. (laughs) You've experienced this where you feel like you always want to do more. No matter what you do, you feel like it's not enough. And regardless if you are a working parent or a stay at home parent, it just, you know, it's like, how do we make this work? How do I find the balance? How do I ensure that I feel as if I'm showing up for my children each day in the way that they need. And we don't know if there really is an answer to that. Unfortunately, it seems like no matter what path you're choosing, you're always sort of straddling this feeling of like, am I doing enough, am I not doing enough? And we wanna dive into some tactics that between the two of us we use to try to help us prioritize and really figure out when we are spending time with our children how can we make the
1: most of it it's an endless quest for balance really so um, Katie what do you got
0: all right so first I want to talk about our schedule so both Jason and I work we are working parents we're very fortunate that we are working from home prior to the pandemic I did work from home because I started my own business I left corporate world to do what I do in corporate but Just do it from home. (laughs) And then post pandemic, Jason has been here, which has been really nice. We do have a dedicated home office, which is also nice. That allows us that space to like close the door. It, It makes it feel very much like when we're working, we're working. And we do have that boundary. We are very fortunate that we also have a nanny. And honestly, we could probably use two. We have talked about getting a second nanny, but this is where my mom guilt comes into play and doesn't allow me to get a second nanny because as most of you know, regardless if you're working or even if you're not working, the to-do list never ends. You are never done with your work. You are never done with your to-do list and you could let that run your life because it is, it is endless. It is seemingly endless. And I could sit here probably for the next three weeks straight answering emails and i will never be done i will it's not true. even be close because businesses don't stop
1: businesses are 24 7.
0: all right so with this being said this is how we've created a little bit of a boundary and a schedule to help us counteract that guilt now this is just what works for us so please take this with a grain of salt but how we have finagled our schedules is that i'm very fortunate as a consultant. I don't necessarily have quote unquote office hours, but I do have clients that I need to balance
1: demanding clients
0: (laughs) and they have expectations,
1: high expectations.
0: So basically I'm dreaming of ways to solve their problems during sleep hours. (laughs) But really as soon as I wake up, I am kind of like turning on to focus on business. I'll skip like morning routine type of process that I have. But I usually I start first, so I'm I'm in the office. I'm already working between when I'm up and before the nanny arrives. Our nanny arrives at 10 a.m. And what routine, you
1: forgot to mention was that Dad gets up with the kids. Well, I'm I'm getting there. Ten. I'm getting oh. there.
0: I'm getting there. So between that time before our nanny arrives, which is 10 a.m., Jason is the one who handles taking on the kids in the morning. And that includes also like making breakfast because Jason begins at 10. So the nanny arrives around 9.50. That morning time is really Jason's one-on-one time with the
1: kids. Two-on-one, really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's when he's prioritizing spending time with them. He's not on his phone thinking about work, spending hours scrolling social media. Sure, there are other like random check-ins that you do with with like you know your emails in the morning or just a few things but that's your time that's when you're dedicated and focused and so why don't you talk a little bit about what you do with them in the morning
1: i mean we generally wake up at around 6 six fifteen. after 7 if we're lucky maybe every couple of weeks we'll get that we just had that today so that was awesome and man those are great days but Yeah, I'll get up at 6.15 usually with G or Sammy and then um, we will go downstairs. I'll throw Sammy on the counter. He'll eat a couple dates and like a little chicken sausage and a waffle. I'll make food for him while G will play in her little uh, seat with some sliced apples. And then we'll head over to the playground for about an hour, and usually there's nobody there, which is dope, um, because it's nice. Sammy's a little shy, so he has more fun with the playground if nobody's there. But anyways, we come back at around nine or so, uh, and I make breakfast for Suge. Sometimes she eats it, sometimes she doesn't. She likes to have fruit first, and I like to have, you know, eggs, pancakes, you know, whatever it is, bacon uh, immediately upon returning, but anyways. Yeah, so I make the breakfast and just keep the kids wrangled in, and then the nanny comes around 9.50. fifty. I'm Meanwhile, I'm checking Slack. I'm checking emails to make sure there's no fires I need to put out. And then, yeah, Katie and I are basically tied to the machines, uh, you know, from 10 o'clock for a while.
0: So then throughout the day, of course, like I'm still nursing our baby, so I am hanging out with her. I sometimes put her to sleep for nap or naps we are hanging out with our kids our nanny does need a break to eat food and also just to keep her sanity so that she wants to stay working here and during that time we'll sit with the kids we eat lunch we're not on our phones trying to take phone calls like we really are trying to spend that like 15 30 minutes with them undivided during the day then the nanny leaves at five and at from five until seven I mean this can get a little dicey because the work day doesn't really end at five, but I am trying to do a better job of kind of cutting off then to be able to spend those, that hour, hour and a half, two hours with them before Jason finishes. Jason finishes at seven.
1: Generally around seven, sometimes at eight, depending on the project.
0: And yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is definitely not perfect. There are days when, both of us have been working until 7 p.m. And we just try to figure it out with the kids. Like, play outside and we'll keep an eye on you. and Not the baby, but Sam. Yeah, yeah. little baby <laughs> hang out in here. Sometimes maybe yeah. she'll take a later nap and she'll still be sleeping so we can get that work in.
1: There is a good portion of luck that goes into our schedule for sure.
0: Yeah, and this is why we were talking about we have considered hiring a second nanny. But I personally want to be better about just taking the time because you can just get sucked into the vortex of work and, and never get out of it. And that feels, then you look back at your day and you're like, man, I don't feel like I spend enough time with the kids. So the last two days, I'm very proud of myself. I have been out with the kids at the playground, uh, you know, taking them out of the house for about an hour From like 5.30 to 6.30 and that that feels good and I feel a little bit more balanced and yes, maybe I've had a phone call or I've had to answer text or an email while we're out but at least I'm with them, I am focused on them, we're getting out, we're enjoying and I feel a little bit less
1: guilty. Right on.
0: Another trick that I just started this week so we'll see how it goes. Today was really the first day and I can say that I didn't necessarily get off to like a running start, a great start with this, but it's something that I plan to continue over time and work it in so it's almost like muscle memory. But I, I heard this from an author and the idea is using the rule of three for prioritization. As I mentioned, those to-do lists are endless. It's like no matter how much you check off, no matter how much you cross off your to-do list, you can just keep adding more. And that at the end of the day can leave you feeling guilty or like you haven't accomplished a lot or like you've fallen behind or just you're not doing enough. And that can parlay into you know being a parent and life with your children as well. So the rule of three is creating three priorities for your business that you need to complete each day and three priorities for your personal life that you need to complete each day so if that is for my business i need to work on these three projects and as long as i get that started or completed i feel okay like maybe it's not inbox zero but i feel great about that now on the personal side that could be Not scrolling social media when you've designated 30 minutes to be with your children or, uh, you know, paying that bill that you need to pay, whatever it may be. I mean, whatever the personal is. But I really want to try to implement this because I think when you spin your wheels mentally and spend time mauling over situations or scenarios that either haven't been completed or just you it's like your your brain power your focus if it's not not narrowed and honed in on what you're doing in that moment that's I think a lot of times where the guilt comes in you're not being fully present and this is hard because life is complicated and there's a lot coming at us all the time people are emailing you you know DMing you, texting you. So you're getting a lot of inbound distractions, and we have more at our fingertips than we've ever had before. So that's a lot of outbound distraction, too. Like you wanna load up your Amazon cart, you wanna, you know, XYZ. So something that Jason and I are going to be working on over the next several weeks, we kind of took inventory of our life and said, where do we spend a lot of time and energy and effort on something that seems to be more complicated than it needs to be. And we determined that that was meal planning and meal prep. So as I mentioned, we both work from home now. When we were in offices or in the corporate world, it was a little different because Jason would escape out every day for for lunch and head to lunch with his coworkers. It's an important part of his job to continue to network. So that's something that it's a business expense and that's important for him. For me when i was in the corporate world you know i either bring food whatever you know whatever it may be now that we're both from home that's one more additional meal that we really have to think about and prioritize plus we have our children we're thinking about their food it's like how much time and energy are we putting into this and we're not quite financially at a place where you could hire a full-time chef. I, not I would quite, no. <laughs> love that. Soon. <laughs> but that, that, I mean, the chef would probably be like... Chef
1: Boyardee up in here.
0: Yeah, yeah. right. That's about that's about the full-time chef. word. some raviolis? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we have on our... He's got
1: to be pretty old. Payroll. He's got to be like pushing 120 right now.
0: I mean, long live Chef Boyardee. Long you know, live, whatever. Him, yeah. Not, right. not in my house. I don't really want his food here. But, <laughs> you know, long live on the shelves of you know, Vaughn's and Ralph's and wherever else you yeah. pick up chef Boyard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided what we're going to do. We're going to begin this. We actually did this several months ago and it worked very well for us was meal planning a month in advance. So each month we're going to put together just a little framework of what our meals will be. We already order our groceries on Amazon. So we're not heading into the grocery store each week. So this is just automated. Our mental space will be freed up. We'll know how much food we need to order to cover, you know, we, we make a dinner and that we'll make double it so that we eat our leftovers the next day for lunch. And it's like, that's just time that we're not going to spend thinking about this. And then we can be more present with our children and be more present with our jobs or whatever it may be. So we don't carry that guilt around of like, I'm not doing enough. I don't, you know, I I wish I had more time. You know, we don't have all the solutions, but we're going to put this back in motion again to really help clean up that mental space and those small changes make a big difference in how you focus your energy and your time in your life Mm -hmm. all right so now that we've given you a speed round of like strategies and tactics that we're implementing to help us focus and free up that mental space so that we can enjoy the time with our children and we're not thinking about what we're making for dinner while we're supposed to be sitting there playing with them and enjoying our time with them we do have an interesting idea now this is sort of like fantasy but when thinking about this episode I was thinking about this and and you know if, if this was a possibility for people in this world would you jump on it so if you are a parent And you had the opportunity to be paid a salary for staying at home to watch your children. So let's say that it's more like, you know, entry level salary. Like, let's say that it's like you're getting paid $40,000 per year per child to watch your children up to the age of six when they start going to school.
1: How many children?
0: Let's say three kids. Okay. So, max. You could be making $120,000 a year to be a stay-at-home parent. Let's say, with, you know, two, three, and five-year-old. Would you choose to work still? Or would you choose to stay at home with your children?
1: I would stay at home. I, I definitely would. That's me.
0: See, and this is where my mom guilt becomes, like, compounding, is that I would probably still choose to work because that part of my brain needs to be stimulated and i enjoy it and it's like not that i don't enjoy spending time with the children but it's like for me it's it's not necessarily about the money so much but i don't know but then at the same time i'm like well shit we could kick it on the beach and i'd be making 120 for just kicking it on the beach I mean, Like my brain been. cells
1: already dipped out after college and a lot of drumming and uh, <laughs> editing now so I mean I don't really need to use them anymore so I could use the last <laughs> ones and miseducating the kids on protozoas and flagellums at the beach <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the nucleus of mitochondria okay?
1: oh sorry yeah I knew it see I messed it up
0: and the center of the man is his nucleus <laughs> yeah
1: watch out for the cell walls right <laughs>
0: If anybody can name that movie, I'll be impressed.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what movie It, it is. was
0: from Nacho Libre. I just, you know. Oh. All right. But anyway, we want to know Vibe Hive. I'm going to put this on our Instagram post. If you could be paid that salary instead of working and, and watching your own children... Would you opt in for that? Would you go for it? Or would you still want to work in some capacity? And does that give you guilt? Like, do you feel guilty? Like, I feel guilty saying it. I do. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily feel guilty for a lot in life. But this is hard. Like, this is a hard thing because your children are only young for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. And you don't get that time back. Yeah. You know what? I'll probably listen to this episode again in 10 years and be like, what the what was I talking about?
1: Or you might be saying, man, I'm glad I just kept working. Jeez, those kids.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like it gave me some level of sanity. I don't know. Yeah. My eyes twitching right now. So I don't
1: think. Yeah. You got like six work emails while we've been recording this.
0: It's also just for reference. It's already 9:30 at night and my emails are still going strong. Popping. Popping. All right. So vibe hive, let us know. We'd love to hear what you think enlighten us it's a tough combo there's no right or wrong here but thank you for joining us again to elevate the vibe peace